Motorola has been a big company um, for a very long time, and it has been around um, for decades. In fact, probably longer than you have ever expected. But did you know that Motorola has truly changed the world and what we perceive about it? Hello, everyone. I am Brandon, and welcome to Brands Tech Discussions. We'll be right back in a moment, so stay tuned. A little more than 47 years ago, on April 3rd, 1973, Ms. Dr. Martin Cooper walked around the cities of New York City holding um, what we now describe as a cell phone. This is such a revolutionary um, event that has happened within our somewhat more recent history, even though it's been almost half like half a century ago, this is still actually rather modern history. And to think that that event had almost, almost nobody really cared about the invention of a cell phone. Everyone considered Motorola crazy. In fact, they even made a whole video about this just a couple years ago. And yet, here we are today in a very smart world and smart in quotations, with smartphones, smart um, tablets, laptops, everything you know now is essentially a smart device. And if you don't have one now, you will probably have one in the future. That's just how the way the world is now. Even the more basic stuff, such as regular flip phones, are now also technically smartphones. And so this right here, where Motorola truly just was the innovative one here, and was able to be the first to manufacture, develop, and test out a cell phone is just truly remarkable, especially with all of the work and, of course, you know, the government regulations that had to go into it. And it's just truly outstanding. And this is not the only time that Motorola has truly shown um, that they are a major innovator. Fast forward um, about... A couple decades later, um, devices, well, actually, I'm going to take that back, and I'm actually going to um, move closer to the, um, the 1990s. So, um, so throughout the 1980s, um, companies such as um, IBM and Microsoft, um, true, um, IBM, Microsoft, and Intel truly dominated the workplace. Um, when it comes to computers, every computer had um, had MS-DOS um, or PC-DOS um, made by Microsoft was an IBM-based computer um, and had an Intel processor, um, which should have actually been a Motorola processor, actually. But regardless of that, that was what mainly was on these devices. And it wasn't until the late um, 90s, I mean, the late 80s, um, when we started getting um, innovations such as Microsoft Windows, which um, replaced MS-DOS as the mainstay on computers. And while this was an innovative thing, this was a hard blow for IBM, which had just created this market, but yet already felt isolated out of it. It was... It was such an interesting experience for them. And it led to the very unlikely alliance of Apple, 
IBM and Motorola to come up with a new plan for um, for computers with Apple and IBM making um, computers with and IBM and Motorola making the processors for them. And this alliance did not last long as it was a very more so like frenemy of my enemy sort of situation here. And despite that, it, it while it was pretty much a failure, um, considering that IBM, of course, had to use Windows and Apple used their Mac OS, which was moderately successful, actually. Um, but it led to Apple's um, almost demise prior to letting Steve Jobs come back in to the company um, after acquiring Next Computers. And... Yeah, but for IBM and Motorola, the most successful part that came out of that is the uh, RISC processor. Um, and this is essentially the basis of the, um, to, an, to a much later extent, of the ARM processor, which is used today on um, almost every um, mobile device, phone, Chromebook um, you can find. And this is truly an innovative solution. And it's enough where Apple actually switches from, I believe, um, Motorola-based processors to these um, to these RISC processors um, as a result. And this is truly um, like a remarkable standpoint because never before has someone truly been able to successfully switch from one system to another. Um, and Apple did it. And this is all truly thanks to the innovations of Motorola and IBM right here. Um, and it's just truly, um, truly such an interesting thing when you look at the, um, like when you look at the history of it. Oh, and for those of you who are wondering, RISC processors, um, these sort of ones are also called PowerPC. I don't know why the, the word kind of can come into my head at the moment. But these sort of processors truly change the way that we that we interact with a computer, but to a lot lesser, like, but it's not a very noticeable change unless you are a technology person or you deal with hardware on a regular basis. But, uh, but from the inside, those truly um, were groundbreaking. And that is truly thanks to the innovations, as I mentioned, um, just a few minutes ago, of Motorola and IBM. And um, another innovation that I do want to um, discuss as well is, um, sorry, I had to come up with my thoughts, but another one is the um, Project Aura. This was a project after... Motorola had initially split, um, I believe, in 2010. Um, and, hold on. Yeah, no, 2011. Um, January 2011, when Motorola had initially split, this went to Motorola Mobility and Motorola Solutions. Motorola Mobility... Um, came up with the project, um, came up with the idea of Project Aura, which is essentially a very modular smartphone, um, which allowed you to have interchangeable components. And so, in a theoretical sense, you could actually take a phone and switch out the camera, the processor, um, 
and so on, just by using a single base. And supposedly you could use the same one over and over again, and it's very interchangeable with different parts. Of course, this would be a very costly process, but it's one that was really intriguing. And this mainly came to effect after Google had purchased Motorola Mobility um, to take its numerous decades of um, phone-related assets. And it's, it's just something where it was such an innovative idea for the time, and it's very unfortunate that it was unable to truly come out to fruition. It's just, it was like too soon for its time. Not saying that it will be able to occur anytime soon, as I believe that part of the market is gone for now. But in the future, if we do go back to the time of, um, go back to modular smartphone ideas um, within the next coming decades, we truly do have Motorola to thank for this. And speaking of modular, um, later on, Motorola came up with the Moto Z line. And this is an interesting line of smartphones because these ones had modular, um, I'm not sure how you mention it, but placements that you would put onto the back of the smartphone and let it um, change function or add functionality to the device from a project to a mini projector from JBL head um, the speakers. They truly enhanced the power of the Motorola um, Moto Z line. And it's something that was probably unprecedented. I know the LG G5 smartphone tried to do the modular concept, but that one was so convoluted for many people that it simply did not work. But the Moto Z just worked. And while unfortunately for Motorola, the Moto Z's um, future iterations were not as catchy as the original, they truly did stand the test of time. And Motorola was pretty known for having a pretty durable smartphone. Not maybe as much as Nokia, but given credit, Motorola smartphones truly were revolutionary. And Motorola themselves are interesting. And I, um, they are such an interesting company with such great history. And I, I could probably go on for, for even longer about the true impact of Motorola, but... That's all about time I have for today. Thank you all so much um, for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful um, day. Stay safe, everyone.